0: No purchase necessary, void where prohibited by law. Eighteen plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Brownskin Speaks Radio. I am your host for this morning Tuesday, February eighth, and I go by the name Brownskin. Today kicks off my Black History Month series, where I highlight various issues going on in the black community, but also spotlight men and women of color in the arts, media, and entertainment industries, to name a few. With her first love being music, Sophia Dawson didn't fathom art as a talent she initially wanted to pursue. Attending LaGuardia's High School of Music and Performing Arts allowed her to nurture her newfound talent of painting. Her work has been featured at the Black Panther Party Film Festival, Prospect Park in Brooklyn, and, it, and she created a clientele in various cities, including San Francisco and Philadelphia. When I look at her paintings, I see life. I see me. I see a woman who knows how to express what's going on in the world with no apologies. I welcome, I am guest, Ms. Sophia Dotson. Hi, lady. How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you I'm for good. joining me
1: today. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: No, not a problem. So I was I was very taken back by your story um, and your portfolio. It's amazing. Um, but you, you started off pursuing music first, playing the clarinet. How and when did that turn into painting?
1: Um, I was playing the clarinet when I was in junior high school, and I was very committed to it. And when it came to be time to um, choose a high school to go to, I really wanted to go to LaGuardia High School for performing arts. And so since I was so desperate to get into that school, I auditioned for three different majors. Um, I wanted to go for instrumental, but I auditioned for music, drama, and art. And I got rejected for both um, music and drama, and I only got accepted for art. And that's basically when I I kind of put the clarinet down after that and started painting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Now, you're only 22, right?
1: Yes, I'll be twenty three okay. on the twenty fifth of this month. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Happy early birthday. And and thank and you. And the reason why I highlighted your age is because your your work speaks volumes. Um where did your influences come from from some of your paintings?
1: Um, I mean when I originally started painting I was just trying to discover like my style and what was it that I was able to do and create and with that being said, I ended up just using the people that were around me. I painted their portraits. I started off with myself and my dad and then, like, my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And, like, as time went on, it just was more and more people to paint. But uh, right. behind behind every person, there was a different story. And I feel like that's what comes out in the work more than anything.
0: Oh, I like that. Okay, okay. So, I mean, for instance, I had... um. What I had put on my blog was with the, with the, the the woman by the river, and you know from that picture to the picture of um, the alleyway, I, I was just like, wow, right. wow. I mean, I, there's a, I, I, I can see there's a story behind it, but it was just kind of like, what is going on in her head when she's painting this? Like, what's coming out, and and it, and it really really shows. I mean, how would you describe your style then?
1: Um, <laughs> what's coming out? pain is coming out, no, all, like, oh, I feel like the struggle, my, yeah. my struggle as a woman, and as a black woman, and okay, our struggle as a people, and the struggle that I see my family go through, and friends go through, and members of my church go through, I feel like all of that gets put into the work, and it oh, ends up wow. coming out, no matter what portrait yeah. gets done, the alleyway was the alleyway that I passed. Actually, I work at the job that I used to volunteer at when I was a teenager, and I used to pass the alleyway every time going to this place and just seeing, I don't know, <laughs> its that I got drawn into that vacant lot, and I don't know, it said a lot about a lot of areas that I pass on a daily basis, and, you know, when will those areas become uplifted and become something better than what they are. Yeah. So,
0: we met at the... Um, The Black Panther Party Film Festival uh, Right, even though I feel like I know you From
1: somewhere, I can't figure it out yet
0: we we connected Instantly Um, (laughs) (laughs) Describe, you know, how did you Connect with them, and then describe some of the paintings That you had on display Um, Okay, uh, how did I connect with
1: the the Festival in general
0: Yep, yep Um,
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I How did this start Okay, so back in March, I saw Uh documentary on the Black Panthers in my, my history class, and I uh, promise you, before that documentary, I knew nothing about that movement, and I was I was stuck for about two weeks straight. Yeah. I just couldn't believe that I didn't know about this. I couldn't believe that right. so many of my peers didn't know about it. I couldn't believe that it was something that had never been spoken about, like, in my life, in 22 years of life. And I started making the paintings like about that fact, about the fact that here are these amazing individuals and here is the lack of the story, you know, not being told. And um, in in the midst of that, I think I had only created maybe three paintings at the time. I went to an art show at the Breck Forum, which is a really great politically conscious place in the city. And um, basically... Between talking to the artists that were showing at that show, I found out that there was a former Black Panther in the room. I went up to him and introduced myself, and I kind of freaked him out because he thought I was like FBI or something. (laughs) But (laughs) long story short, I showed him my work, and he actually commissioned me to do a painting of him and his daughter. Yeah. Okay. Um, He commissioned me to do a painting of him and his daughter, and... I guess, between those conversations, you know, I let him know about the new work that I was making. And when the festival came about, he told me two months in advance, he was like, hey, there's a Black Panther Film Festival coming to New York. I want you to come. And then I want you to come turn this, I want you to show your work. And then, like, I just had to do all the footwork and make it happen. But through doing that festival, I met so many great people. And it really became more about the movement than the work. That's the first show that I really kind of forgot that I had my art in the show because I was learning so much just being there. So. Right. I, I was going to ask you, I mean, what was that experience like for you prior to
0: you even knowing anything about them to being commissioned to do work and then being amongst the, the Panthers in the room? Because I know for me the energy of just being amongst fellow Panthers was, um, like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's indescribable. Like, what did that I do know. for you?
1: Um. I guess, I guess it really brought things back to reality for me, because,
0: Mm.
1: you know, here I was, never knew anything about the Panthers a few months ago, and then, you know, getting introduced to them via documentary and then doing all the studying I could do. From the time I saw that documentary, I just kept reading and pulling up articles and printing out pictures. And then to see the Panthers, like, where where they're at now, both through the documentaries and through the people that were in the room. It just brought everything up to date for me and made me realize that, you know, this is a continuous struggle, the struggle hasn't ended and um I could still be a part of making a change. So I was really moved in that way. How how do you think
0: um well, how has, has your has your work, um been received from from others? Like you you know, you, you call yourself you you know, a visual artist and an activist. So so your work, in, in a sense, is, is telling story, our story, our struggle, um, but even our joy. And um, how has that been received from others, and in the community overall?
1: Um, well, like, from the time I started painting, I was working in my garage with the door open. So everybody that passed by was somehow moved. Um yeah. And I guess realizing that my work was able to move other people. My, my professors at school, I just graduated from um, college, from SVA, and my professors would say, you know, you, you paint for therapeutic reasons. <laughs> Meaning, like, I paint because it helps me feel good. It's my way of dealing with the situation. And yeah. But it goes beyond that because it makes me feel good, but it's also something that other people can relate to and other people can be inspired by or motivated by. Or just moved by. A lot of people see my pieces and they they tell me the story before I open my mouth. So, oh, you know wow. that means a lot wow. to me that I'm able to that I'm able to connect with other people through my art. Yeah, I, feel I mean, like, I, didn't, I
0: feel like the,
1: No, go ahead.
0: <laughs> oh no, I was gonna say I I mean, just looking at your portfolio, you know, on on, on the website so gallery dot com, I, I just I, I just wanted to share this with. Everybody, I was like, I have to at least put one picture for people to really
1: see what she does,
0: has done, is capable of doing. Um, right.
1: But, I mean, you we know, like, all have. I have to yeah. update that website. <laughs> but it's all good. You can share it. Yeah, definitely.
0: I mean, girl, you have a lot of stuff in that gallery like that people can see. Are people able to purchase that stuff, or is that kind of, like, stuff that you um, just put up there?
1: Some of the stuff that's up there I still have. I'd say like 40% of the stuff that's up there, 50%, I still have in my possession. They are for sale, but I don't know if I would ever bring them to a show because I feel like my work has changed so much, but that's another thing I'm learning is that with time, even though I'm growing, I still have to give other people who haven't had a chance to experience like my older work a chance to experience it, period. So it's kind of, it's a little bit strange because I'm starting to move into another area, but... You know, as long as somebody can appreciate it, I don't have a problem with them looking at it or wanting to yeah. purchase
0: it. No, I mean, well, you've been nurturing this talent, obviously. You know, where do you see room for improvement? Um, and, and how have you seen yourself grow? Um,
1: well, I definitely want, I, I feel like I've been, how do you say it, I'm like I'm rusty. <laughs> because do I you? haven't painted I haven't painted in about Maybe two months Okay So it always feels like When I have this period When I don't paint Like first thing is first Is that I need to just You know Get back on the crab And practice Get my fingers warmed back up But I would like to become A painter who's able to How do you explain How I want to improve I just want to grow as a painter I feel like there yeah. were certain things that came so naturally for me That I have no choice but to get better at it Because if, if that's what comes naturally What's going to happen when I actually start spending time on the craft And practicing Like everybody else yeah. does with their own talent So it's just a matter of continuing to work And with with the continuation of making work um, I'll continue to grow as an artist as well Um okay.
0: What else do I want to do? No. I, there's a whole bunch that I want to do. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be ambitious, <laughs> why not? The world <laughs> is yours. No, yeah.
1: you know, I
0: am wet paint. I am wet paint. That that says a lot. But why why that moniker for you?
1: Um, well, wet paint is something that basically since I started painting. I've always went to school in the city and lived in Brooklyn. And mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time on the train. And once I started painting, those wet paint signs started painting out to me a lot more. And yeah. um, basically, um, the story behind wet paint is just the fact that myself myself first, but also my sisters and also my people, and also people of a struggle in general, and communities of struggle, they're still developing, they're still continuing to grow, there's still hope for change. So that's my way of saying the paint is still wet, and wet Mm. paint kind of covers all all the work that I'm making. It's kind of under that category. Even if it's about different stories, it could be about me, it could be about the Panthers, but it's still wet paint. It's still room for change and room for growth. And we'll it. So that's
0: kind of what, what paint stands for. Mm, I like that. I do, I
1: do. Well how have you been, um
0: celebrating Black History Month? Have you you know, what have you been doing? Um, have you been commissioned to do anything, you know, for anybody, um, in in, in a celebration
1: of this month? Have I been commissioned to do anything for anybody for what? Say yeah, that one more time. For for,
0: for Black History Month. Yeah, for Celebration of Black
1: History
0: Month. Yeah, you I, just,
1: I just did a uh, – well, I didn't do any commissions, but I did a group show. It opened on February 3rd. It closes on March 3rd. It's at the okay. Fresh Forum located at 451 West Street between Bank and Bethune. And basically okay. the show is entitled Ladies First, And uh, Mm. it's an all-black female artist show um, celebrating black history and women's history in general. And it's pretty powerful. I don't have black Panther paintings in that show. I have some portraits that I um, – self-portraits of myself when I was pregnant. And it's it's pretty moving. worked this in that show. And then there's another show coming up called Liberations, and that's going to open in Jamaica, Queens on December – I mean December. February 17th. Um, so I'm working on getting the work over to that show right now. So. Okay.
0: Well, I, you, I'm going to send you an email. I would love for you to send me the information for this, so I can look okay. it up and 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 really blog about it. I really want to attend as well. Okay. You said
1: um, what's my email?
0: No, uh, no. I said I'm going to email you after, and um, okay, so I can get the information because those that sounds really interesting. I like that. Yeah.
1: Like and the I'm gonna I'm gonna first. have it posted up on my Facebook. Um, okay. And I'll be tweeting it like crazy. But the show that's up right now is really powerful. I suggest you go see that. I'll put it up or just link me up. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, definitely do that. I'll definitely do that. Now, where does uh, Sophia see herself in the next three years? What are
1: you getting into next? Okay, three years. Got that. Three years. Okay, so um, in the fall, I'm going to be attending either NYU or Pratt to my master's for arts administration, and I basically want to open, right now I'm calling it a non-profit business, but it could turn into something else, it could turn into a for-profit business, but basically it's going to revolve around um, giving the youth that are in areas where, you know, they're having a lot of budget cuts right now, so the art is the first thing they take out of the school, and um, I want to tackle those areas, teens in those areas, and help them to deal with the issues they face in life by creating art in in this outside of school sector that I want to create for them. So basically to learn how to do that, I'm going to go to school three years and figure it out because I I don't really have, I have some experience with business, but I want to do it right. So that would be a three-year thing, finish school and start the business or be in school and start the business and implement it once I graduate, (laughs) something like that along those lines. Mm.
0: Well, I wish you well on that. Congrats! Oh my goodness, I Thank can't you.
1: wait.
0: Um, <laughs> how can people, you know, purchase or or hire you to work on some projects?
1: Um, just just email me. You know, I my right now. Uh, yeah, my email is i am wet paint at gmail dot com. It's spelled okay. the same way you say it. Um, and I um. I'm working part-time, and then part-time is going towards studio, and full-time is going towards raising my son. So, you know, okay. I'm sure with with every project there, there's a way to make it happen. So if anybody contacts yeah. me with something interesting, I'll definitely reach out to them and see if we can make okay. something work.
0: I can dig that. I can dig that. And then how can they find you online and keep up with what you're doing? I know you said you're on Twitter and Facebook.
1: Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Um, Twitter is I am wet Paint. On um, Facebook, you could just search my name, Sophia, and I pop right up. And okay. um, you know, I'm, I'm more than likely I'm gonna get back to you within a week <laughs> of you contacting me. So
0: yeah. don't yeah. to reach out. Yeah. Oh gosh, thank you so much, Sophia, for for joining me this morning. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. And yet, no, no problem. Yeah. So. Make sure you email me the link so I can blast it on my blog and, and,
1: okay. and um, support. Yeah, and definitely keep me up on your blog. I want to start looking into blogs. I'm kind of like, you know, stay away from the computer, but I realize that it's a really <laughs> great tool to pull. Cool. Oh, no,
0: we got disconnected. Um, I got to say thank you to, to my guest, Sophia Doxon, and and to the listeners. So you can catch this episode and other archived shows on brownskin.com, spelled B-R-N-S-K-N, and also podcasting on iTunes. Make sure you tune in tomorrow morning as I sit down with jewelry designer Eki Echie of Eki's Famous and listen all this month for my Back History Month series. Until next time, brownskin Speak. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.